106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. There was nobody who was more important in Congress to Trump's effort to overthrow the lawfully elected government of the United States than Jim Jordan. Um, Rachel, Trump called for a recount of the votes. That's not overthrowing the government. And you know that. But you and the entire left-wing media keep saying that because Project Mockingbird still goes on. Uh, And whether you like it or not, all of you motherfuckers are part of it. And I think that we all know that Hamas has been designated a terror organization, just like the Proud Boys here in the United States. Sonny, Um, how many people have the Proud Boys killed? The twice impeached former president is facing criminal charges. It's a celebration of the law and how it applies to all of us. Well, I don't know about that. Bill Clinton is a rapist and he's walking free. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her, I see her, I hear what she says, whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. I'm, being, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. Okay, let, let me get this straight. So the liberals are welcoming of immigrants, right? I mean, these are the people who usually want open borders and don't think you have a problem in America, right? Then they go and get angry at Ron DeSantis for moving us, undocumented immigrants, to Martha's Vineyard. They get angry at him. And now Martha's Vineyard literally called the military to move us from here. They called the military to move us from here. So these this rich white liberals in Martha's Vineyard, they are not welcoming. I thought they were welcoming. They are not. They called the military on us. What, what is this? Is this uh, hypocrisy? What, what do you call it, American people? Good afternoon, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, and this is our 239th episode, all of them of which you can find over at nohostagesradio.com, our website. Uh, Some of you, of course, uh, just uh, pick up portions of this uh, show off your podcast source, wherever that may be. But I'm not worried about that. I'm just letting you know where all the stuff is. And uh, this show is uh, October 28th, 2023. And it will show up on that morning, Saturday morning. So welcome aboard. You can reach out to me at 530-713-1838 for a call or a text. I don't take calls online because it's recorded. But 
uh, you can uh, communicate with me if you have a need or if you want to uh, give me some information or whatever. That's 530-713-1838. If you like email and you want to reach out to me by email, that's easy, at lou, L-O-U, at the website, nohostagesradio.com. So uh, this week, there's been all kinds of action, right, on the Speaker of the House. And I wanted to talk some about that because it's not only uh, so important who the Speaker of the House is, but it's important that the Speaker of the House runs in a constitutional fashion, which hasn't been happening for decades. In fact, they have many rules uh, making the Speaker much more powerful than they ought to be. Uh, they have the power to blockade uh, bills that are coming to the floor. They have the power to punish people that don't follow them, uh, follow their whims. And so uh, Chris Ann Hall at Chris Ann Hall, uh, I think it's dot com, Chris Ann Hall dot com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E Hall dot com. She uh, has done a stellar effort as, as uh, trying to tell the truth, expose the, the fraud about what's constitutional, since she is an attorney that has specialized in the Constitution for a couple of decades after she left the employment of the state of Florida as a prosecutor. And so she goes around the country about 200 plus times a year teaching uh, everyone from politicians and sheriffs to school students, all kinds of people, about the source of the Constitution, where the Constitution came from, the history of the thinking, the philosophical bent or foundation of the Constitution. She's one of the top resources for me, and I think in the country, on being relevant because she posts constantly on different social medias about, oh, you, you hear this and you then you hear that. She said, well, this is actually what the Constitution says. So a lot of us are pulled to and fro by opinions and perspectives, whether Democrat or Republican. And then she just says, well, this, regardless of political party, this is what the Constitution says. I really appreciate that from her. So there's been uh, Jim Jordan, who was by far the most conservative constitutional following uh, representative or congressperson in the House. And uh, he was the prominent one, and it looked like he might get the Speaker of the House, but he was undermined by the former Speaker, the criminal, and the liar, Kevin McCarthy. And uh, Kevin McCarthy's been a dirtbag for many, many years, and uh, he's a deceiver. He's kind of like the devil. He's a father of all lies, and he's a deceiver. And so behind the scenes, uh, he undermined the opportunity of, of us having Jim Jordan, uh, maybe the second most popu popular Republican in the country at this time. And so then it went from this person to that person, and it even went to Tom Emmer. So Chris Ann Hall had posted 
If Tom Emmer is the new Speaker of the House, welcome to the new boss, who is the same as the old boss. All this drama for the same old status quo. Seriously? So um, so what we have here is uh, this is new. You know, the news on the Speaker of the House has been changing like every 12 hours. So uh, Tom Emmer, uh, who Congressman Buck from Texas sarcastically voted for Tom Emmer, who he hates on the first vote. You remember our our uh, representatives here in Northern California is Doug LaMalfa, and he wanted to be a big fish in a very tiny pond by holding out and voting for a discredited McCarthy, who he loves. Now, the reason uh, LaMalfa loves McCarthy is they, they, uh, they have a taste for the same stuff, and they like the flavor of the swamp. And so uh, he was very dedicated to McCarthy. And it's interesting because when you look at the score, the the uh, constitutional score of McCarthy, uh, he's well below even what LaMalfa is. But uh, LaMalfa just was uh, in bed with McCarthy. How do people get close to the speaker like this? It, it be, it's because they do favors for them and they kick him down some money. So it's kind of like a prostitute. You You do some tricks. And uh, the money's pretty good, and they keep you loaded, keep you high, keep you f- euphoric, and then you just keep serving them. And that's why uh, LaMalfa was for McCarthy. McCarthy was a swamp all along. He'd been the swamp when he remembered the drunk John Boehner when he just up and quit, and McCarthy was going to be appointed are voted on, and then people started saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why don't, after all these years, why don't we start with somebody that is, is at least moral? And instead of bringing up his past on lying and deception, they brought up that he was having sex with uh, Renee Elmer, another congressperson from, I can always get the Carolinas mixed up, North or South Carolina. So she ended up, uh, both of them denied the uh, the accusations, but Instead of, as an innocent man, standing up for what he believed in and and letting people uh, vet him, he didn't want to be vetted. He didn't want Renee to be vetted, and uh, he just backed down. And remember, Paul Ryan took over. He was a disaster. He's he's actually a liberal in sheep's clothing uh, over, and he's gone. Thank God he's gone out of the the House now. And has turned out to be a great Democrat. And so... Renee Elmer, uh, consequently, in the next election was soundly defeated. I mean, she wasn't she like uh, she lost like by 30 points as an incumbent in the uh, primary. So anyway, uh, so then Buck, uh, as I mentioned, Congressman, I think it's Ken Buck. Uh, he he was interviewed, I think, by CNN. And they said, why in the world would you uh, vote for Tom Emery? He was the only vote he, anybody got. He said, because I don't like him. I hate him. That amazing statement to make. And not only that, but but how how uh, disingenuous and a ripoff you are to vote for a guy that you don't have any respect for. The reason many don't have respect for Tom Emmer is he's like a a Paul Ryan. He's a liberal in a uh, conservative cloak. So she says, if Tom Emmer is the new speaker of the House, welcome to the new boss who is the same as the old boss. So she's saying he's the same as McCarthy. Actually, he's maybe uh, less of a constitutionalist than McCarthy. 
The fact is, all of them, they're the same as Nancy Pelosi. So next, different people were bantied about. And then uh, the uh, all of a sudden, a guy named Mike Johnson gets brought up. So Matt Gates all of a sudden, then comes forward, and he's being very uh, explosive in exposing the corruption among the Republicans. And so we have said for all, for many years there isn't any difference between most of the Republicans and most of the Democrats. So Matt Gates went on uh, Steve Bannon's show, and uh, he gave details of the Republican old guard— that's what we call the swamp attempt to derail Mike Johnson's vote for House Speaker. Now it says Matt Gates joined the war room with Bannon. And uh, so, according to Gates, Kevin McCarthy was behind the scenes in the background, undermining every person that was going to be brought up for a vote that wasn't him. In other words, he had hopes that he might make a last-ditch effort run and get placed back in as senator. So he was undermining everybody. It didn't matter how conservative or uh, constitutional they were. So, um, so what happened is Mark Molinaro, who is a moderate New York freshman, fr- get this, a freshman Republican. That means he's in his first two years. That's all they get is two years. They got to run again. So he stood up at the microphone as Emmer withdrew because he didn't have any support. He stood up to the microphone and says, well, instead of restarting the whole process and having a candidate forum and sending everybody home for a good cry, let's just take a non-binding poll on where people would be on the process who came in second to Emmer. Okay, why start over? Let's just say that we don't want Emmer. Who was second? And that guy was Mike Johnson. And then Elise Stefanik, who I don't have great confidence in at all. I don't think she's a real Trumper either. She said, well, that's against the rules. We need to start all over. And the rules don't contemplate that. We can't do it. So uh, Gates says, Molinaro then said, then I move for unanimous consent that the rules be waived and we take a poll on whether Mike Johnson would be our speaker nominee. And of all the 200 and some Republicans, in fact, the whole House They said, of all the people in the entire house that was going to okay this or stand up against it, the one person, one person objected, and that was Kevin McCarthy. And it outed McCarthy as a uh, underminer, a corrupter, a a person that is uh, a traitor, a liar, a deceiver. McCarthy said, they said, McCarthy stood up and said, I object to doing a roll call on Mike Johnson. And Mike Johnson was totally blown away. Johnson was totally blown away. He said all the times that Johnson had voted and supported McCarthy had carried his water, uh, maybe even voted for bills that he didn't really want to go for, but he did for the sake of the, of the cause and the party. And he just kind of held his nose and supported McCarthy. And here, uh, here at uh, when he gets appointed to be voted on, it showed everyone that McCarthy would undermine anyone, even past friends, to get to get his job back. It showed that it was all about McCarthy. It's it's uh, McCarthy's quest, thirst, lust 
for power. And uh, he even uh, he worked the knife in stabbing Steve Scalise in the back, who he claimed, oh, he loves Steve Scalise. He didn't. He did until he was competing with the same position that McCarthy got kicked out of, Steve Scalise. You remember him? He's fighting cancer. He's the one that got shot in the ball at the ball field one time by the terror, not a terrorist, but just a nutcase. So it was McCarthy who was working behind the scenes to knife Jim Jordan, then knife Steve Scalise, then knife uh, Emmer. Uh, and finally, his friend, I'm putting quotes around that, Mike Johnson, who ended up without McCarthy getting a unanimous vote of the House. McCarthy caught his uh, his one objection caused a three hour delay and candidate candidates had to announce again, have another forum. And, uh, you know, it's just more, more and baloney. This is why people this kind of finagling is is why we have the, the country in such a, a terrible position as we have today. These people are about selfishness, uh, filling their own pockets power control manipulation it is not about righteousness it is not about honesty it is not about transparency you can see this same spirit of the devil from the federal government to the state government to the county government and to the city government of our country today every every level they're all they they all take the worst of the of the level right above them and emulate it so the, it turns out that Mike Johnson, who isn't anywhere near uh, the constitutionalist that Jim Jordan is, there is no one that can compare to Jordan in terms of his alliance, his allegiance, and his um, loyalty to the Constitution of the United States. So we have Mike Johnson. And uh, many people are happy about that. And and McCarthy, at least for the time being, I don't think that's the last we've seen of him, of, of his manipulation. He has owned lock, stock, and some people called the barrel, lock, stock, and barrel, to Big Pharma, the COVID con. Uh, he's, he's owned by uh, other nations like Ukraine. He is willing to send our forces to die in Ukraine for nothing. He is a manipulator. He is a liar. He's an adulterer. And he's got no place. And you know, the interesting thing, our, our local uh, Republican committees are into McCarthy. They're into Gallagher, who is into McCarthy. And it's disgusting. So uh, we'll see how it all turns out. But we, it looks like we're going to have a, a speaker. Chris Ann Hall, you should get on her Facebook site, uh, Chris Ann Hall, and uh, follow it and get hooked up onto her uh, communications so you can get the same things I'm getting. They're wonderful, and she's such a bright mind, and she's not – she's for America. She's not for the Republican Party. She's not for the Democrat Party. She's for America and following the Constitution, and if you look very closely, you'll find our government is not constitutional. It's something else. She she quotes Thomas Paine from 1791. If you ever see, if you ever get a chance to see her speak, I'll announce it the next time she comes back to the local area. She is, 
you know, you can go and see her speak locally and not even pay. You should have to pay a few hundred dollars to hear her speak. She's amazing. She just doesn't give you dates and times. She gives you history where you finally understand how in the world did they come up with some of these great ideas and then launch them in the Constitution. Where did they come from? What philosophers were they reading and studying and believing in? She says, uh, Thomas Paine, uh, she quotes and writes in the, in the book called, or pamphlet called, The Rights of Man. Paine writes, in reviewing the history, a bystander, not blinded by prejudice, nor warped by interest, like self-interest, would declare that taxes were not raised to carry on wars, but that wars were raised to carry on taxes. Now, I'm not going to take a lot of time to dwell here. I want you to think, I'm going to say the last phrase, wars, taxes were not raised to carry on wars, but that wars were raised to carry on taxes. Now, you may think, oh, that's ridiculous. If you have that thought, the only reason you have that thought and you don't have the correct information to realize that there are people in this country that would that don't even bat an eye of 54 or 55,000 American men and women dying in Vietnam because they made a lot of money off, off, it, and off it. And I have a lady who is still alive who uh, retired out of the military at a high level rank-wise in the medical corps that was in Vietnam during the war doing surgery nursing and had people tell her this that they were happy of the Vietnam War because they were making a lot of, of money off that war. That's what we're dealing with, with this thing in Ukraine, dumping all this money in there. It's crazy. And I'm going to give you some more uh, figures in just a minute. Here, here is something you need to think about this. This is from her at chrisannhall.com. That's her website, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E hall.com. She also has a Facebook site. Here is a lie and the truth. You probably heard this. Remember, we have since McCarthy was kicked out, we've had a uh, temporary speaker. They call it Speaker Pro Tem. And they have been saying we can't engage in any legislation or or a spending without a House speaker. You hear what I said? They've been saying this over and over as if it's a constitution. We cannot engage in any, in other words, putting pressure on everybody. Hey, we need to make a, we need to go with McCarthy. Just put him back in, put him back in. This is a lie. The lie has been, we cannot engage in legislation or spending without a house speaker. That is a lie. She says it's a matter of political manipulation through the choice of house rules. The house rules are not the constitution. She said the whole reason for pro tempor is so that the essential functions of the government can continue. It's not if it's not essential, it's not the Constitution. We'll be right back and we'll pick up with our second session in just a moment. We've got a couple clips for you. For the Nazis, every Jew was worthy of being killed. Babies and grandparents alike. For you to believe that a baby is your mortal enemy, that that is really a doctrine of 
unparalleled genocidal hatred. But that is what Hamas believes, that is what Hezbollah believes, that is what the Iranian government believes. A Jewish baby in Israel is as worthy of death as a Jewish soldier. And just as the Nazis did. Who would make a good speaker of the house? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. Because of government corruption and because we don't have a republic anymore, you and I need a conservative constitutional fighter as the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. The House must expose the deep state, election fraud, the open border, the harm of Planned Parenthood abortionists and the LGBTQI plus agenda, the desperate need for medical freedom, the absolute need to protect our God-given parental rights, religious rights, and small business rights. With rhinos defeating constitutional conservative Christian Jim Jordan, there are other Republicans who want to be Speaker. The best scorecard of their votes, giving them percentages and letter grades showing how conservative they are or aren't, is the Liberty Score. See it now at SaveCalifornia.com. Championing your values in California. Tried to scuttle this process. He got, at first, 30-some-odd people and then 40-some-odd people to vote for him. And the McCarthy objective was to block any other candidate from being able to assume the speakership. And after a while, that became evident. McCarthy scuttled Scalise. He ultimately scuttled Jordan. He ultimately scuttled Emmer. And at the end of the day, the universal appeal of Mike Johnson was too strong for him to oppose. Hours ago, Congressman Molinaro of New York stood up and made a unanimous consent request after Mr. Emmer had pulled out for us at that exact moment to take a roll call vote on Mike Johnson. And guess which member of Congress objected to that unanimous consent request? Kevin McCarthy, because he hadn't figured out a way to sabotage Mike Johnson. Mike is the right guy. He is an inspirational leader. I'm so excited to go elect him Speaker of the House. Can you talk a little bit more about why you think Johnson is the right fit for the job? Yeah, he is uh, really an oversight bulldog. I've been sitting next to Mike Johnson for seven years on the House Judiciary Committee. We are no longer going to have the logjam for subpoenas and for oversight and for the rigorous work that, that our call demands. Also, as the Republican Study Committee chairman, he was a real fiscal hawk, and he showed how to put downward pressure on spending. And unlike even other candidates who I enthusiastically supported, Mike Johnson wants to move away from governing by continuing resolution, and he wants to have spending bills that address single issues. Uh, I don't think we're going to, you know, you heard a lot of, of uh, the Speaker-designate's discussion about Israel and his remarks, but you didn't hear this obsession to follow the Biden administration lashing Israel to Ukraine and forcing our goodwill toward Israel to, to carry the political anchor that is Ukraine funding at this time in the House Republican Caucus. So those would be some of the things initially that are giving us a, a lot of hope. Big news out of the blue state of California. A federal judge in San Diego just overturned the three-decade-old ban on so-called assault weapons. He found that there was no equivalent in American history, therefore it was unconstitutional. The Attorney General of California, Rob Bonta, was quick to file an appeal stating that the move from the court was dangerous and misguided. But lately, both domestically and internationally, we've seen really good examples for having a well-armed citizen. The judge who overturned this rule said, 
says that there are millions of law-abiding citizens who are armed for self-defense, and California should limit this right. This precedent is huge for 2A rights, and Second Amendment supporters should keep an eye on the rest of the country for more reversals like this one. As per the famous phrase, as California goes, so goes the nation. I was born in Chicago. Welcome back. This is Lou Benninger again with No Hostages Radio. And I just want to uh, give a shout out to Elite Universal Security, who is one of the premier security companies in the Yuba Sutter County area where I'm dwelling. And and uh, but they they have expanded over the years. They started in Yuba County decades ago, and now they're all the way up to the Oregon border. And if you have a need with security, you can't keep your stuff, your stuff. You can't keep people from vandalizing. You can't keep people from molesting your buildings and your stuff uh, or your customers. You can hire Elite Universal Security to provide you uh, to watch your back and to watch your businesses back or your farms back or your ranches back or your in- industries back. And you can reach uh, Elite Universal Security easy no matter where you are in Northern California uh, by calling 530-749-0280, 530-749-0280. They can put guards on the ground. They can do security coming into your building. They can do drive-bys. They can do armed security. They can do unarmed security. They can do it all. They can also help you with weapons. In other words, if you have a weapon and you don't know how to use it or you need to get some permits or you need to do this or that with a weapon or you need to learn how to use your weapon better, you can just give them a call at 530-749-0280. If you're up there in Northern California somewhere and you think, well, I might, I I wonder if I could do that part-time. Yeah, you could do it part-time. You need to call them. And they may have uh, they may have a job uh, or a contract in your county up in Northern California and all the way to the Oregon border. And they may need you up there. So if you'll call them at five, three, zero, seven, four, nine, zero, two, eight, zero, you can get on board. They will train you. You can do some of the training online and then some you may have to pop down here for a class, but they'll get you your guard card and get you okayed to serve and make some money and help them save some people their property. Elite Universal Security is the folks. They have a website at Elite, E-L-I-T-E, Elite, UniversalSecurity.com. Check them out. Also, I want to give you a a shout-out to uh, All Power Services. That's Will Fanning and Josh James and Associates at uh, 1469 Stewart Road in Yuba City. They are fixing any kind of power tools that you have any kind of uh, uh, items you're like chainsaws, weed eaters, mowers of various type, riding mowers, push mowers, all kinds of mowers, uh, any kind of equipment, trimmers, uh, hedge trimmers, uh, weed eaters, all that kind of stuff, as well as other types of equipment like power washers, all those kind of things. Anything that has to do with power, they'll fix it. All kinds of that work equipment that you have that makes life easier when you have the power and everything's functioning properly. Even small tools 
that are, are misfiring or there's electrical short or something, something, they will fix it. You can reach them easy at a cell phone at 530-844-0347, 844-0347. You can text or call that number. Will will probably be the guy answering. Or you can go to a landline and leave a message at 530-790-5100, 790-5100. Again, they're at 1469 Stewart Road. That's right off Highway 99, just south of Yuba City. Really easy to get to. Take all your broken stuff in there. Tell them Lou sent you, and uh, they'll get you squared away and give it to you back good as new. All right, we're talking about the Speaker of the House. It's a huge job. It's a job that you could cheat, you can steal, you can manipulate, you can defraud, you can lie, and that's what Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy have been specialized at. There's no difference between the two except Botox and lipstick. And so Kevin McCarthy is a dirtbag that they keep returning him to power from Bakersfield, California. So uh, finally, he is getting and other Republicans are getting exposed because they're not actually Republicans, at least uh, the type I like, which is not Republican in name only, which is referred to as rhino. But actually, people that love the Constitution, they love the founding fathers. They love what this country, they are making America great people. Many of them love Trump and love And The reason Trump is getting destroyed, trying to get destroyed, uh, is because the deep state people like uh, Doug LaMalfa, James Gallagher, and all these kind of people from the local all the way up to Washington are afraid of them because they are losing their power. They should not have the power to uh, undermine the Constitution of the United States and to tax people to death and to send us to war over and over again. You, it shouldn't be lost on you that there were no armed conflicts under Trump. There was peace in the Middle East. There was all kinds of agreements with North, North Korea, Iran, Al-Qaeda, everybody else, uh, because Trump uh, was not serving the uh, military-industrial complex. Is that a complicated word for you? Or the Pentagon? He was uh, serving the people of the United States of America. You need to pay attention to this. Uh, so these lies of like we cannot engage in legislation because we don't have a real speaker. We just got a temporary. The Constitution says you can go forward because the reason we have a temporary a pro tem. It's like if if somebody drops dead at the city council, the uh, vice mayor takes over or if you have uh, any any board you have you have somebody that can take over the board and make decisions and take votes. You just have to have a quorum in those smaller groups. Okay, so we got this Mike Johnson now, and the the thing to watch is Kevin McCarthy because that guy is a snake in the grass, and he's still serving in the House, and he's representing California, which is disgusting. Now I'm going to tell you later we're going to probably lose up to five congressional seats. We just lost one. We're going to we're going to lose probably uh, because we lost uh, almost over 800,000 people in the last year have left California. And if that con continues at the next uh, redistricting, we're going to lose five more seats in the Congress. I'm telling you, California used to be the heavyweight on influence in the United States of America. And we are going down to also ran. Right. So Chris Ann Hall. Uh, says, do the math. 
Listen to this now. Listen to this closely. $75 billion tax dollars were given at one point to Ukraine, and it's being used against us. $6 billion, $6 billion in tax dollars was given to Iran, and it's going to be used against us. We're giving your and my money. That's not their money. That's not Kevin's money. That's not the government's money. That's your and my money that they took from us, and they're giving it to foreign powers that will throw us under the bus. $75 billion to Ukraine, $6 billion to Iran, $100 million tax dollars to the, to the Palestinians. Do you hear what I said? To $100 million to the Palestinians that went over and, and uh, attacked Israel and, and will bomb us. If they're here, they'll bomb us. And many people believe there's lots of uh, Hamas in this country as well now. $13 million. Do you hear what I said? $75 billion, $6 billion, $100 million, all being used against American citizens. Finally, there's $13 million. How does that stack up against $75 billion? Do you even, can you even get a, a, your head around $75 Do you, Can you get your head around a billion? I can barely even think of, like, what's 100000 right? $13 million was loaned to Americans in Hawaii after this, after they bombed Lahaina. You hear what I said? $13 million was loaned after they paid the taxes, and now they have to pay it back. $13 million. Compared to $100 million to Gaza, $6 billion to Iran, $75 billion to Ukraine. Think about it, people. This is what Kevin McCarthy gave you. This is a guy that was head for since January of this year. He was head of the revenue producing house. You remember all kind of revenue bills got to start in the house. Then they go over to the Senate for approval. You understand? This was given away. This is Kevin McCarthy's work. I'm telling you, the guy's a dirtbag. Okay. So, um, let me see down here if I got anything else to say about that. Uh, Okay. Okay. So this came out, uh, this is old news, but it was put out by SaveCalifornia.com. If you're not uh, connected and get the emails from SaveCalifornia.com, please go. Uh, you'll love these. There's no one that puts out information as accurate and, and so simple and clear as Randy Thomason with SaveCalifornia.com. Everybody should join and be a member of SaveCalifornia.com. Please do so. If you don't have any money, please at least sign up for his emails and he will educate you. Now, he he sent out an email a week ago and he listed and put photos of Kevin McCarthy, Jack Bergman, Pete Sessions, Austin Scott, Dan Musser, Tom Emmer, Jody Arrington, Mike Johnson, Kevin Hearn and Byron Donalds. Now, of those 10 men who were being discussed as possible uh, speakers, do you know who got the highest grade? You might remember him. He's one of the greatest speakers you'll ever hear when he gets when he gets going, uh, when you see him on YouTube or wherever you see him recorded. His name's Byron Donalds from Florida. He got a 100% rating from libertyscore.conservativereview.com. If you go to libertyscore.conservativereview.com, I'll say it again. LibertyScore.com. 
www.conservativereview.com, you're going to find all of your U.S. Congress people listed there, and they will score them according to how they vote. I don't care what they tell you. They will look at how they vote, and they'll match that up to the Constitution. Now, they gave Byron Donalds of Florida, a black man, and one of the greatest speakers, when you ever hear these guys speak and, and argue their case, Byron Donalds is right at the top. Byron Donalds of this group of 10 got 100% rating by the Liberty score. You know where uh, Kevin McCarthy is? 54%. Uh, let me see if some other people you might recognize. Mike Johnson got a 74%. Not bad. Kevin Hearn got a 82%. So Liberty score rated Mike Johnson a C. Mike, uh, Kevin Hearn, who is in Oklahoma, got a B. Tom Emmer got a D. Who got worse than all those? Kevin McCarthy. He got an F. Did you hear what I said? Kevin McCarthy of California wiggled his way in and kissed ass all the way for all these years. Uh, remember, he was the he was the uh, guy that was going to be chosen to replace John Boehner. He gets an F. Nobody was paying attention to the Constitution, right? That's what that's what Chris Ann Hall's been saying. And so uh, Mike Johnson gets a C, but but he he gets a high rating, they claim, for integrity. Okay, so we'll see what we have to work with. But I was all up when I heard Byron Donalds was actually in the run, and I thought, oh, baby. Uh, you know, I don't they don't have Jim Jordan rated here. He's rated in their uh the, you know, they rate everybody at Liberty Score dot conservative review dot com but they don't have him here because they had already kicked him out he's probably uh in the 80 90 percentile or maybe i don't think he i don't know if he's got 100 percent. but brian donald's out of florida god bless him by By byron donald's i like this guy i've had him cl his clips on our show here Sorry, I'm talking a little fast today because I got a lot to cover and I it's all good stuff and I want to kind of jam it in. So here's what I I try to get you to do things and I try to give you information so you're educating yourself and and you can cut through the baloney. Most of what you're hearing on the media is complete wrong. It's just 180 degrees off from the truth. So I'm trying to encourage you to Figure it out yourself and be able to see through it and discern it yourself, right? And uh, you're sharp. I mean, you you survived this long. You you can uh, you can read people, but many times if you don't know these people, you know them from afar, right? If you don't get to meet them face to face and get them in the same room, and you think I could tell this guy's a liar from from when he said hello, I think people know McCarthy is a liar. When uh, oh, what's her name? Nancy Mace from North Carolina who is not a super conservative Republican, they said, hey, they wanted, they were hoping to uh, to give her a hard time because they'd think she'd be more like McCarthy. She said, you know what I don't like about him? You can't trust him. You cannot trust McCarthy. He is a liar. He says one thing and does something else. So if you want to, uh, you can follow uh, SaveCalifornia.com, but I'm telling you also, a place it forever you can go to libertyscore.conservativereview.com and you can look at the link on these uh on these folks and uh sort it out now i want to read you something from representative keith self you may not have heard him he's a brand new guy serving 
The article uh, is how how was Jordan founder of the House Freedom Caucus and the nation's second most popular conservative blocked by the Republican Party. Now, you have to think. Listen to what I just said. How is the most conservative person in the Republican Party blocked by the Republican Party? And we have people, local people here, our central committee would, would be in favor of this because they're in favor of McCarthy and they're in favor of Gallagher. How, how can you, what, are, what exactly are you describing as Republican? So he says, I've been reflecting on the defeat of Jim Go- Jordan for speaker. How was this, how was this possible that he would get uh, rejected? He said, I'm going to tell you because I'm on the inside. He was a threat to the swamp. This guy's just been there for a couple of years, but he's very sharp. He said, yes, America lost to the swamp. Again, Hill reporters who live and breathe on Washington speculation quickly chalked up the defeat to differences and and preferences within the Republican conference. However, those in the grassroots realized that Jim Jordan's defeat represents something far greater. What does it represent? It represents something that has been building for a long time. Jordan was a threat to the system. The system is what is against America. The system is taking America down. It's the same system we have at the city council, at the supervisors who meet at the wrong time of the day so you don't you can't come to the meetings. It's it's corrupt all the way up. It's the same system that's uh throwing the elections. What is a what's a threat to the system? The traditions, the hierarchy, the old guard beliefs ingrained in Congress to protect the Washington elites who control money and power with no intention of releasing. They don't care who's running the country. They want to control the power to the system known to many as the establishment. Jordan represent the thousands and thousands of Americans who lit up Washington phone lines last week, demanding real change, per- perhaps the most frightening possibility to the establishment. These people in the local Republican parties in human center County are for the establishment. They're not for overthrowing the establishment and going back to the constitution. Why is that? They have a stake in the money. The people to local people, many of the local elections are all about controlling Yuba water and, and controlling these farmers stake in the water. It has nothing to do with the people of Yuba County. It's just on and at the establishment all the way from Yuba Sutter all the way up. He says, while admittedly it was dismaying to witness a Republican conference block Jordan from becoming Speaker of the House, he said, I looked at the situation from a wider lens and things appeared quite different. In fact, it was stunning to see just how far the conservative movement has come. I can see how far it has come because I can still see myself standing at Preston Road in Plano, Texas, at one of the original Tea Party rallies in 2009. It was during that moment, it was during that movement that Americans across the nation headed to the street corners to wave flags gathered at rallies and lit up the phone lines of Washington, demanding the need for our leaders to shed us of taxation without representation. Remember the Tea Party back then? The Obama administration did everything they could to destroy the Tea Party. In fact, illegally, the criminals and crooks of the IRS. The same spark he said that I saw in the Tea Party has burst into flame uh, that I witnessed at the beginning of the 118th Congress, my first term. In January 
a flare was sent up by a group I was part of. You may know them as the 20. A new era of conservatism had landed on the beaches of Capitol Hill. And frankly, I'm not sure Washington was ready for us. We banded together and succeeded in obtaining a strong rules package with requirements like budget rules, single issue bills, and having 72 hours to review all legislation. Common sense to us, but way inconvenient to the Washington politicians. This rules package was a first step towards changing the trajectory of Washington. And by that, I include the establishment ways of thinking, tired strategies from the 90s, and a strong aversion to out-of-the-box ideas. Again, Washington wasn't ready for us. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to finish this talk by him, which is very enlightening, in just a minute. We'll be right back. Gonna get up in the morning, walk the high road down. Some sweet day, I'll stand beside my king. I would betray your love or any other thing. Gonna raise me an army, some tough sons of business. I'll recruit my army from the orphanages. I've been to St. Herman's Church, said my religious vow. Glenn Kessler from the Washington Post uh, had a fact check about Joe Biden uh, from earlier this month, um, noting that Hunter Biden admitted in court in July that he was, in fact, paid substantial sums uh, from Chinese companies. Kessler wrote Hunter Biden reported nearly two point four million in income in 2017 and 2.2 million in income in 2018, most of which came from Chinese or Ukrainian interests. But this, and this directly goes against what Joe Biden said in the debate in 2020 uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Take a listen. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. What you not of that is true. He made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. So it's from two different debates, but I mean, Trump was right. Imagine you've been battling cancer and you finally reached a point of stability. Now picture that stability waning post a COVID booster shot. Today, we're discussing the alarming observations of Professor Angus Dalgleish. He noticed a disturbing trend among his melanoma patients who began to relapse following their first booster vaccination. Initially dismissed as mere coincidence, the rising number of identical cases worldwide has turned this into more than just a single doctor's observation. This is not just a single doctor's observation, but a global oncology alert. From London to Sydney, from New York to Tokyo, similar reports have started to surface. There's a growing unease in the global medical community, as these unsettling trends are not confined to melanoma alone. Oncologists from around the world are observing a worrying surge across various types of cancers. Patients who had been stable for years are now relapsing after receiving their COVID booster shot. The list of affected cancers is disconcertingly diverse, including not just melanoma, but also lymphomas, leukemias, and kidney cancers. 
In some instances, there's even an unprecedented epidemic of explosive cancers, a term used when a cancer suddenly progresses at an alarmingly fast rate. These alarming occurrences aren't random anomalies, they're forming a disturbing pattern that predominantly emerges in patients who've received a COVID booster. The world is watching, and the medical community is on high alert. A disturbing pattern is emerging predominantly in patients who've received a COVID booster. The question on everyone's mind, what could be causing these cancer relapses? Professor Dalglish, like many in the medical community, has been grappling with this very question. The initial suspicion fell on T-cell suppression, one of the body's primary defenses against cancer. T-cells are a type of white blood cell that scan the body for cellular abnormalities and infections. If the booster shot somehow suppresses these vital cells, it might explain the surge in cancer relapses. However, this is just one piece of the puzzle. Other potential culprits have surfaced in the course of this investigation. DNA plasmid and SV40 integration is another suspect. This integration could potentially disrupt the normal functioning of cells and lead to cancer development. Then there's the question of mRNA spike protein binding to P53. The P53 protein is often referred to as the guardian of the genome. It prevents cancer formation by preventing cell growth and division when DNA damage is detected. If the mRNA spike protein from the booster shot binds to P53, it could inhibit its cancer-preventing functions, thereby increasing the risk of cancer development. These potential causes are not mutually exclusive. They could all be contributing factors, creating a sinister synergy that wreaks havoc on the body's defenses. The situation presents a perfect storm for cancer development. With this knowledge at hand, we are at a crossroads. Professor Dalglish's observations have led to an unsettling conclusion. The continuation of booster vaccines, especially mRNA ones, may be tantamount to medical negligence. His assertion is not trivial. It's a call for caution, a plea for pause. He's not alone in this stance. A growing chorus of oncologists around the globe is joining this call, urging us to rethink our approach. The potential risk of cancer relapses post-booster shot is too severe to ignore. It's not about fear-mongering. It's about patient safety, medical ethics, and the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. Professor Dalglish is emphatic. All mRNA vaccines must be halted and banned immediately. Was Woody Harlison trying to tell us something? Let me know your thoughts on this. Buying junk fast foods that have no actual food in them. We buy gallons of poisonous household cleaners when one degradable soft soap will do. We are poisoning our homes and wasting our hard-earned money for no good reason. Why? Because the advertising industry tells us to. They just want you to buy stuff. For example, if a company pollutes the environment or uses bad business practices, if you don't buy their stuff, they will change. If you don't want food with chemicals or GMOs in it, don't buy it. The minute we start taking responsibility and spending our money wisely, every politician, every corporation and leader around the world is going to know that we have woken up. And that is the most important point in this film. We're back, and uh, give me a second to mention a couple people that uh, help us stay on the Internet. And uh, one of those folks is uh, 
Nellie Garcia at North Valley Paralegal. She's at 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, Suite 202A in Yuba City. She uh, can take the place of most attorneys in your work and save you thousands of dollars. She does it honestly. She's nice. She's easy to work with. And you can make an appointment with her at 530-751-9289. She does all kinds of legal work, all kinds of legal mumbo-jumbo that most of us in the lay world, it's just chaotic and nonsensical to us, but it has to be done perfectly. And once it's done, we're good to go. And so uh, give her a call, and she can help you. North Valley Paralegal, Nellie Garcia, and that's 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, right across from the uh, Sutter County Sheriff's Department, right around the corner from Highway 20. Also, I want to mention Allen's Auto Body. When I have a problem with my car, somebody runs into it or vandalizes it or something breaks inside of it or I need to put in new headlights because they're all funky because it's a really old car that I'm just keeping tuned up and looking sharp. Allen's Auto Body will, will meet your needs. They're nice people. They're honest people. If they tell you something, they're going to do it, and they'll do it at that price. So you can reach them. It's Kevin and Carrie Clark run it, husband and wife, and their boys are in there working with them. They're just following in the family tradition of, of fixing people's cars after they have a problem. So they're located in Yuba City on Sutter Street, right at the cross street of Tea Garden. It's a super duper bright building. You've got to put on your shades to drive in there. You can call them at 530-671-1057. You hear me? 671-1057. Go get them, and they will treat you right. And uh, you just tell them you heard it on Lou, and I'll stand by that because I take my car over there myself. So I want to go ahead and, and I'm going to finish. This is very enlightening from an insider who doesn't have a stake in the system. He's a freshman. And uh, he says, uh, the rules package that they negotiated in order to support, they said, listen, Kevin, we don't trust you. But if you will agree to these requirements to change the speakership, we will put you in there and give you a shot. So they gave him how many months? They gave him January through now to October, and they said, you're a liar, you're out. So this rules package was the first step towards changing the trajectory of Washington. And, uh, and then he says, since January, fierce, a fierce boldness has spread in the House Republican Conference. And you'll notice the way he says it's very positive, right? Well, the media has portrayed it as just chaotic and undermined and evil. It's just the exact opposite. The evil people are the softies, the people with no spine, the people with no backbone, the people that sold America out. Do you realize that America is and is at a yard sale right now and everybody is selling off parts of America and including communist terrorists in our government we have communists and terrorists on our college campuses and in our government steering this thing to a shipwreck the borders are wide open how do you think we got there we got there because we got no republicans back there we got mccarthyites back there so it says the establishment is starting to realize it cannot count on all of us to kiss the ring and vote their way in May, 71 Republicans bucked House leadership and listened to the American people voting against an unacceptable debt ceiling deal. 
In September, 90 Republicans again left the ranks and voted against the 45-day clean government funding bill. Bottom line, the two major bills that made it from the House to the Senate and ultimately were signed into law by Biden required Republicans to get Democrat votes to overthrow the conservatives. Because of the conservative movement that I believe is rising across America, more leaders are emboldened to ask the tough questions, even of our own party. That's who we should be asking the question of. We know who the Democrats are. The problem is who has been cheating, who has been stabbing us in the back when we're not looking, when we're when we're asleep, when we're thinking our Republican people that we've supported like Doug LaMalfa and Kevin McCarthy and people up and down the state. When we trusted them, they violated our trust. It's like trusting your spouse and they cheat on you. They're having sex with somebody else. They're always playing around with somebody else. They're flirting with somebody else. That's our Republicans. In, in in Washington, when they're away, when they're back here, oh, yeah, the Democrats, the Democrats. We got LaMalfa and those guys, LaMalfa, Gallagher, and Jim Nielsen were all in love with uh, John Garamendi. They undermined the candidacy of a guy named Dan Logue that put uh, Garamendi in power over us. He's a white Obama, and they wanted him. They're buddies with him. By asking, uh, this guy says, by asking the tough questions, and bringing forth real uh, debate, the establishment is no longer able to operate in the shadows. Thank you, Jesus. Lines are emerging, and it's becoming crystal clear to the American people who is working for them and who is out for themselves. I'm telling you that people for 100 years have been lining their pockets. How do you get paid a hundred and something thousand dollars a year and end up a bajillionaire when you walk out of power? These people have been been uh, emptying the bank accounts and selling us off, selling off our equipment, giving our equipment to terrorists, our, our military equipment. No one can promise that setbacks will not come. He says, those who have held power will fight back. McCarthy is not dead. He's, he's just getting, he had a setback. This guy is going to sell us out. McCarthy is a sellout. He is a, uh, what do they call that guy? Uh, the traitor. I can't think of the the traitor uh, in the in that was uh, he finally fled to England. Uh, Arnold. That's who he is. He's a traitor. Remember uh, Benedict Arnold. You remember Benedict Arnold was going to sell out Fort West Point before it was a a big training center. It was a fort. He was he went to the British. Who were the British? That's the Democrats. It's the opposition or the or the the enemies. He went and sold us out. He who Ukraine, the uh, the communists. They're selling. Who is connected to the communists? Feinstein, Pelosi's, Biden's, all these people. The McConnells, Mitch McConnell and his wife. They're all they're all tied into the Chinese. They're selling America. It's going. At is we're a yard sale item. America is a yard sale sale item at this point. This this gentleman says, but I and a small band of Republican conservatives remaining in the House will continue our efforts to move our nation forward. I believe we are witnessing the emergence of a profound movement that crosses political lines. I thank God for what he's saying. I don't see it locally. 
I do not see it locally. You look at these Republican Central Committees, they're on board the same. They're going to have Harmeet Dillon. I just saw somebody sent me an email. Harmeet Dillon is going to come and speak at the some dinner for the Sutter County people. She's not. She's a rhino. She is a rhino. Yeah, she makes some good legal. She sues some people for righteous causes on her law firm, but she is a rhino and she is a, a part of the swamp. That's just the way it is. He says, rejoice in that hope and fight on. Now, I'm just saying to you that you need to learn where to find good resources. I'm giving you some good websites. If you're too lazy to look, screw you. You hear what I said? If you're too lazy to stand up for America in your hometown, in your neighborhood, and do your own homework, just screw you. That You're going down with the country. I am not going to have any excuses uh, when, when this thing is over win or lose uh, to my family members who said, what did you do, Lou? Why didn't you stand up? You understood what was going on. Why didn't you stand up? So many of you just stand by and you're just doing the same thing that you're doing in Washington. You're doing it in smaller numbers of bills, smaller numbers at the end. You're, you're ripping us off. The supervisors of our two counties, the city councils of our two counties, it's all about you and your little future. It's sickening. It's it's uh, it's not American. Uh, okay, I wanted to. Uh, a guy sent me a, a one of my friends sent me this. Uh, if I can get it back up to it, that I thought was amazing. It's a picture of a fancy bus, all electric, and behind it, it's parked in a parking lot, not correctly. It's out of power, and there's a pickup, driven by diesel with a big generator being towed, powered by diesel, and you know what they're doing? They're charging the batteries on an electric-powered bus that screwed up. Why didn't they bring out an all-electric truck pickup and an all-electric generator? Because they don't work, people. Just how many of these things do we got to go over? So anyway... uh, that's I just want to mention this. What I just covered is is an article. I believe it came out of the the Gateway Pundit. And it's by Representative Keith Self, S.E.L.L.F. Thank you. He's thankfully Keith Self is not caught up in himself like the rest of these people are in politics that think think there's something. You know, let me tell you who's something you are. If you are a tax paying Honest, hardworking, loyal, you love America, and you are totally blown away at what's going on. You are, uh, you are what we're, what we, uh, if the whole, if this whole thing melts down in Washington, I'm good with working with you. I don't need these people back there. They're not saving our country. They're selling our country out. Can you get that straight? They're selling our country out. You're the ones keeping this going. You guys digging the ditches. You gals that are nursing and teaching and counseling and you're doing your job and you're keeping your kids off fentanyl and you're paying your payments as best you can and you're trying to keep your car running and kind of keep gas in it at $6 a gallon. You are the salt of the earth, Americans. You're helping people out. You're going to visit people in jail and trying to get them straightened out. You're doing the wonderful work. 
of America. These other people are usurpers. They've stolen the country. And we need to take it back. And the way we take it back is continue to do what we're doing and be non-compliant. Well, the worst thing you can do is comply with these people. Do not put on a mask. Do not stand six feet apart. Go into the places that you're forbidden to go into and let, let the fur fly. I'm telling you, we need to stand up. We have posters that are do not comply. I will not comply against it. Uh, unconstitutional mandates. We have them for free. If you'll text me at 530-713-1838, I will give you one of these for free. I, if you're not in the Yuba Center area, I'm not mailing them out. They're 11 by 17. If you want me to send you a PDF, you can print them out yourself, but they're beautiful. They're multicolored. They're very, they're good. All they're saying is we will not comply against non-constitutional, unconstitutional mandates. That's it. We're not going to do that. And and we're asking stores to put them on the front of their store or, or whatever kind of business you have, put them in the front window, front store. I also have no trespassing signs. That are the uh, the kind that politicians use. It'll go through a storm and stuff like that. You can put them. I have it on the inside of the window of my house. I also have them where you can stick in the yard. They're free. I'm not going to ship them all over the United States. Again, if you want a PDF, I could probably send that to you. You could print your own. But I'll give them to you if you text me, 530-713-1838. I will give that to you. Uh, we want people, we want to give you the tools to say, this is where I'm at. You're not, you're not like breaking the window. You're not lighting something on fire. You're not blocking a roadway. You're just simply saying, I ain't going to do that. And, uh, there's a guy, uh, I can't remember the, uh, TikTok location. Uh, uh, it's, it's a guy named like felony about, I can't remember it now. I'll have to think about it. Uh, it's a guy that's obviously been in trouble and changed his life, but he just said, I'm not going. He used the term. I am not going. I'm not going down this road. And you have to make up your own mind that you're not going. I'm not going to follow you. I don't care whether it's a sheriff. I'm, I'm, we're trusting we have constitutional sheriff, but if, certainly not the supervisor. The supervisors can't find their ass with both hands. They're lost. They they are not patriots. The, the supervisor, I don't care whether they have a flag pin on their shirt. That does not get patriot level for me. I want to see what your actions are. Don't even be talking. I don't want to hear their rhetoric anymore. The county administrators are not patriots. The, the attorneys that are running the county are not patriots. The count, the, for goodness sakes, the county health officer of Yuba Sutter County is killing people endorsing the jab. Do you know that, the, that we still have medical facilities that are trying to encourage you to come in and take the jab. We got, we got even pharmacies that are encouraged. Our local pharmacies are saying, come in and get the jab. They're it's great. People are dropping dead left and right, paralyzed, heart attacks, blood clots. What kind of country do we have? We don't have a country. They're trying to, we're purging our own people. We're killing our own people. And the supervisors go through the same motions, vote what the staff says. Don't even read the documents. Kevin Kiley just posted this. I don't know whether you've been following this. If you're listening from California, Gavin Newsom is pulling. He's he's moving towards president. 
He just gets up as as a governor of a completely failed state. Do you realize? What would you think? There's never been a governor that has seen people, more people leaving the state as coming to the state. And most of the people coming to the state are running across the border. They're here illegal. We're filling, they're backfilling people that are good salt of the earth Americans, patriotic Americans that are leaving California. We're filling with communists. With terrorists coming across the border, you you got to be able to be be paying attention. They're not Mexicans ca- crossing the border. They're not all Mexicans. They're Chinese. They're people from the Middle East. They're communists. They're they're terrorists. One of these days, we're going to have our first. Uh, uh, we're going to start having major. Uh, you know, we have. Uh, if you interview a lot of these Palestinians, Hamas in the United States, a lot of these Muslims from the Middle East. The majority of them don't think it's wrong to have a suicide bomber. I want you to hold that thought. Americans, most Americans, I would say in the 90 percentile of just regular old Americans. If you ask them, do you think it's right to be a suicide, to have suicide bombers? They would say, absolutely not. It's ridiculous. We don't do that in America. These are imports, folks. These are imports that are going to start doing this. I'm telling you right now, uh, Kylie says in his blog, Kevin Kylie, congressman from Northern California, he says in a huge propaganda win for the Communist Party. Did you hear what I said? Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is not for America. He's for Gavin Newsom. He doesn't care what party it is. He doesn't care whether it's a Klaus Schwab running the show. He doesn't care whether it's a World Economic Forum. He doesn't care whether it's a global cabal. It's all about him filling his pockets and getting a top seat in the new dictatorship, whatever we're going to have. He says, Gavin Newsom, this is Kylie writing, is gallivanting through China on a six-city trip to discuss the climate. That's a complete lie. The only thing about our climate right now is we're experiencing fall. There is no climate change except the four seasons. Gavin Newsom is refusing, according to Kylie, to bring up human rights abuses of the CCP. CCP's role supplying Mexican cartels with fentanyl. You would think Gavin Newsom would be really concerned about that since it's coming across our border. He's not bringing up anything about the, the roles that China is supplying the, the raw chemicals that are being shipped into Mexico, that are being mixed and and pressed out into tablets, fentanyl tablets. And they're being fraudulently made into tablets that look like Oxys or Norcos. And when people take them, thinking they're just going to get a little pain relief off a Norco or an Oxy, which wouldn't kill you, just one of them, it'll kill you. You think he's bringing it? He's not bringing that up. Gavin Newsom is a guy that went out without the permission of our assembly, which is the place that funds our government in California, without permission, he bought a billion dollars. Did you hear what I said? A billion dollars of flawed masks that didn't work. Even the best mask was a fraud, but these masks didn't even pass OSHA approval. He bought a billion dollars using our tax dollars. Kylie said, I sent Newsom a letter. I'm going to tell you about the rest of this in a minute, but we're finished with this segment. We'll be right back after a few clips. Go on. 
you have a Christian worldview? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. A Christian worldview is how to correctly understand yourself, understand others, and understand the world. A Christian worldview equips you to improve yourself, love others, and impact the world for good because it's like you're putting on God's eyeglasses to see everything as He sees it. A Christian worldview is essential to recognize, know, and understand these 10 disciplines, theology, philosophy, ethics, biology, psychology, sociology, law, politics, economics, and history. So to do right in God's sight, develop a Christian worldview. Read your Bible, apply the Bible, read our American Founding Fathers, and sign up for free emails from SaveCalifornia.com. SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California. Military attorney Todd Callender is an expert in international law and morbidity mortality law. He's been filing lawsuits and blowing the whistle on the enemy ever since they made the shots mandatory. These lawsuits have led to his research team amassing thousands of whistleblowers that point to a planned Marburg epidemic already paid for by taxpayer dollars in the recent PREP Act. Todd Callender said that inside the lipid nanoparticles, there are sealed pathogens, including E. coli, Marburg, and Ebola, and that different pathogens can be released by different frequencies pulsed through the 5G network. Inside of these shots that people already received, inside the lipid nanoparticles, the hydrogel, there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened. Those pathogens are chimeric. They include E. coli Marburg, Ebola staphylococcus, and brewer's yeast, amongst others. We know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system that is now employed across the United States and the world for that matter, um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal uh, for one minute, three different times as a pulse, it will cause those lipid nanoparticles to swell and release these pathogenic contents, thereby causing a Marburg epidemic that they've already spent the money on. They've already, it's already done, right? The Marburg epidemic for purposes of the law has happened, and now we just need the actual uh, disaster to happen. And, and there's actually worse parts to it than that, including the 1P36 gene deletion that effectively will turn those poor people into zombies. As odd as that sounds, our government's preparing for that. He also points out that 1P36 gene deletion is the number one side effect of the Pfizer shots, a disease with zombie-like symptoms that make a person aggressive with a propensity to bite. The CDC published a public service announcement on the preparedness for a zombie apocalypse in 2011. That same year, Con Plan 8888-11, Counter Zombie Dominance, was published. The military's advanced ammunition known as multi-purpose rounds are single rounds comprised of multiple projectile options to be chosen via direct communication from the tank fire control to the cartridge chambered in the breech. So it would make sense to arm weaponized vaccines the same way. Popular online personality Jason Shirka has recently posted a warning that on October 4th, FEMA will be using 5G frequencies to activate nanopathogens in the blood of the vaccinated. On October 4th at 2.22 p.m. Eastern Time, 
the emergency broadcast system will be activated across the entire United States under the leadership of FEMA, disguised as a test. However, this test will be used to send a specific high-frequency signal through devices like smartphones, radios, and TVs with the intention of activating graphene oxide and other nanoparticles that have been inserted into billions of human beings around the world through the obvious mediums. If the October 4th date does not occur for any reason, the backup plan will be to do it on October 11th at the same time. In the case that this is not able to be stopped, I ask you all to shut off your phones and all other relevant devices at 2 p.m. Eastern time for a period of two hours to be safe. I don't know who this guy is, but I will add that we probably want to turn the 5G off for good. And we definitely need to take control of our government because a plan as diabolical as this would be game over. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. One of the things that's great about America is that you can surround yourself with people that really know what to do when you don't. And that's, I call them specialists. I tell people, I say, I surround myself with a lot of people who know things that I don't know. And they help my life a lot better. One of them is Thrifty Rooter. That's Bill Artomenko and his wife, Carla. They, they run Thrifty Rooter. And uh, they have run it for almost 50 years. Think about that, people. Most people can't even stay in business for a couple of years. These guys are running Thrifty Rooter in uh, Yuba, Sutter County, Calusa County, Nevada County, Butte County, and all the way down into Placer County. They serve the city of Lincoln. And Thrifty Rooter, when you have a problem with your septic, whether you're way out in the boonies and you've got a septic tank system that needs pumped, or you can't figure out how come it's not working right, they can fix that. Or if you're in the big city and you're on a high rise and you've got blockages and or you can't get water functioning right, they can solve that. You can go to thriftyrooter.net. That's our website. It's a cool website. Very simple. And you can just, if you're a techie and you don't like to use the phone so much, you can just type in where you are, your name, and you can check off what your problems are and just say, I need somebody. And just as fast as you can call you can send that over to the dispatchers and they will get a, uh, a technician out to see you. They got lots of trucks. Uh, they got the big rigs too. that can pump you. You think, man, I don't know what's wrong with this, but we need to get that tank pumped and they can just pump, pump it, man. They're that's their thing. They got big rigs. I'm talking about, they got medium, big rigs and super big rigs. So thrifty rooters, the people call and you can reach them at five, three, zero, six, seven, three, eight, two, zero, one. You got it. Five, three, zero, six, seven, three, eight, two, zero, one. If you're up in the five, three, zero area code and you just woke up from a few years of, of being in a coma, you got to put the five, three, oh, in there a lot. Now it's all complicated. It, you know, we're going backwards on the phone systems now. Five three zero six seven three eight two zero one. You'll like the Artemikos. They're quality people. They're honest people, and uh, they're they're trustworthy. You can't stay in business for over forty years and uh, 
Hangins. And another business just like them I'll mention is Greenitz Construction, Dave Greenitz and crew. He's got many crews that are that are uh, they are becoming a legend in this area for for taking funky kitchens and funky baths and making them like unbelievable. People say, well, I'm going to stay here the rest of my life. This is so nice. So uh, you can reach them. They serve you Sutter counties. And you can reach them on their, uh, I want you to go to their website or their Facebook site and check out the before and after photos. So you don't even need to talk to them, see what their, you can see the results of their work and you can say, oh, I like it. And then you could give them a text or you could call them. So I'm going to give you uh, the green. It's name is green with ETZ on the end. The word, the color green with ETZ on the end. Greenitzconstruction.com. That's their website. Or you can go to Facebook if you're still on there at Dave Greenitz Construction. That's a Facebook, okay? Dave Greenitz Construction. Okay, or you could dial them or text them at 530-682-9602. 530-682-9602. Listen, it's just not one guy. They got multiple teams that can do multiple jobs at the same time. So they're not going to pull your toilet and do a couple things and leave you stranded. They're going to get on it, start it, finish it. Boom. They get in there and get it done. They got, I know some of their subcontractors like tile, painting, electrical, uh, lighting, special lighting. They got all the cool people to work with them. I know some of them and I would use them and I do use them myself. So give them a call, 530-682-9602. Here's the deal. you gotta get, you got to be ready to talk and go. Greenitz doesn't fuss around. They get you on the list. They get you started. They show up when they say they're going to show up. Uh, they, they leave your place nice and clean. No funny business. No drugs. They're not drunk on the job. Uh, they're not hitting on you. They're not doing stupid stuff, right? They get in and get they They're all about, it's like going into surgery. I like it when I have to have a surgery and I got the top-notch crew. They get in, knock me out, wake me up, send me home, and I'm all fixed. That's what I like. So, okay, let's get back at it here. Uh, Let's see, where am I? Uh, Okay, let me get on down here. Okay, I was talking about Kylie. Now, he says... He said, "I I sent Newsom a letter calling on him to cancel the trip. 50 human rights organizations then sent their own letter. 50, 50 human rights organizations. Oh, he said, I care about people. Oh, I keep, you know, he's a Democrat. I care about the downtrodden. He doesn't care about anybody but Gavin. He spends more time on his hair than he does helping a broken person. Many Californians, Kylie says, have family who are political prisoners in the China regime, regime, you think Gavin's speaking for him there? He is not. Newsom is hobnobbing with their captors, with the terrorists. Chi- Listen, the people of China are wonderful people. The communist rulers are terrorists. The communist rulers of Vietnam are terrorists. The people are lovely. Same in Laos, communists. They are, they are captors in their own country. Get it straight. We don't hate all people in those communist countries. There are people just like us, just like we're captives to these nutcases in Washington. Newsom, uh, Kylie says, lost a court case last week on the Second Amendment. Thank God we got a few honest judges. He proceeded to personally attack the judge. Do you remember they, they just fined 
Donald Trump $10,000 for criticizing some of the people in the, in the courtroom the other day. They put a gag order on Trump. No free speech if you're, if you're uh, guilty until proven innocent. After the federal judge ruled that, that you cannot say you can't have automatic weapons or large ma- magazine weapons. That's ridiculous. The guy says it's ridiculous in the history of the country. There's never been such a, a restriction. Let me also say in the history of the country, there's never been a, 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 a rule that you have to get permission of the government to buy a gun, to buy ammo, to carry a gun secretly in your pocket or under your car seat. That's all, that's all constitutional people. We've just bought a bill of goods. So he says he proceeded. He's ta- Kylie's talking about Newsom. He proceeded to personally attack the judge by name, calling him an extremist and a right-wing puppet. Oh, no, no. He didn't get any penalty for that. He didn't get arrested for that. He didn't get a gag order for that. He said, I've called on elected officials on both sides to condemn Newsom's irresponsible rhetoric. Kylie knows something about this. He's an attorney. He's to be a prosecutor for the attorney general. He said, this all comes as the Census Bureau's new survey shows a staggering 817,000 people left California. You wonder why Rite Aid just closed 31 pharmacies in California? Baby, when you lose a million people, they take their prescriptions with them. They do not buy from California. They take them to Tennessee, Texas, wherever. That's just one year. He said, I will add this fact to the 10 questions I've suggested for Newsom's upcoming debate on Fox News, which I'll be fact checking on Twitter. He says, on another staggering statistic, last month set an all-time record for illegal crossings at the southern border. Did you know? Let me just give you the statistic. For every baby that survives abortion and is born in the United States, we have, a, we have a, an illegal coming in for her, every baby. The number's about synonymous, similar. You think, oh, we have this many babies being born in America this year. We have as many. We have one illegal alien for every baby being born. Think about the change that that's going to bring, particularly when those people do not believe in America. They do not believe in the type of rights that females have in America. They do not, they do not believe in using the uh, ballot box to change things. You know how they change things? They murder people. They blow up people. They walk in and stab everybody or, sh- or shoot up a business or, or uh, deface a synagogue. Think about it. You think you're, you you're going to bring in all these people from all over the world and not require them to embrace American values and things are going to remain the same? It ain't people. This is a move. The open borders is a move that goes far belong beyond uh, the oceans surrounding America. This is an undermining of, of the belief system of America. People in Vietnam say, Lou, we're concerned about America. I said, how so? If you collapse, even though we can't all come there, there's nowhere, there's nowhere else that there's freedom like in America.
All right, let me move on. Uh, you've been hearing the story that these crazy, they're Frankenstein scientists. Our government wants to inject animals with the mRNA shot. You hear what I said? Why would they do that? When you when you eat something, whether it's a turnip or carrot or pomegranate, we have all these people in the United States of America that run around with little white pickups and clipboards and tablets. And they make sure that if you spray any chemicals, it's it's permitted chemical to spray on that crop because they don't want you eating the chemical. Like we've been spraying spraying thing called Roundup. It's called a glyphosate. And after all these years have been spraying it, and they said it's safe, safe, safe. You can drink it, and you could it won't kill you. But now they've learned that it causes cancer, and it's everywhere. So they're very cautious uh, in America. They aren't in Mexico. You ever buy stuff, and the label on it is the avocado says made it, you know, grown in Mexico. Oh, you ever wonder what's what's that grown with the chemicals sprays? Well, whatever is on there, you're eating. Whatever's in there, you're eating. And so all of a sudden now, we've been being injected for the first time in history with an mRNA. It changes your DNA. And it's killing people. It's causing people to be deformed. It's causing, uh, uh, what do they call it, miscarriages. It's causing a low sperm count. It's causing women to not be able to have a child. It's being injected into people's arms. Now they're going to inject it into beef. Says quickly but quietly, Big Pharma and various state governments are working to inject beef and dairy cattle with mRNA vaccines. How does that affect you? Well, some of you eat beef. I do. Dairy cattle, you drink the milk. You eat the cheese. You eat the yogurt. It's got the mRNA vaccine and if they've been taking it. How do you know? They're not putting that on the label. Unless you know the grower, I I know some friends up here in Yuba County. In fact, if you want their, I don't have their names at hand right this minute, but if you want to text me at 530-713-1838, you want to buy some clean beef, grass-fed, no sh- no hormones, no nonsense, good stuff, quality stuff. I, I know them personally. I've known them for 100 years. Went to school with them. We're all old now, but they, they raise wonderful beef right up here in the Yuba County foothills. And I would love to connect you with them. If you want to buy some beef or you want to buy a whole beef or you want to buy a part of a beef, I will help you. They're, they're Ann and Mark McEwen. They're lovely people. And they're just, there's a number of growers, uh, farmers, ranchers, whatever you want to call them, raising righteous beef. And there's other people raising things. We're trying to create a food sovereignty section in fact if you go to freedomco.net and you go to the food sovereignty section you can see the names of some ranchers here locally where you can get righteous beef so this company it's called whole cows w-h-o-l-e cows i'm proud of this guy jason nelson he's the ceo of whole cows he said we ain't gonna be injecting none of you 
the government's not going to inject any of our cows with mRNA. We'll shut this business totally down before you're ever going to inject our cows with mRNA. Thank you, Jesus. It's a Texas company, and they sell a lot of stuff online. I looked them up. They have a great website, and uh, they specialize in shelf-stable freeze-dried meat. We've been looking into a freeze-dryer. We'll probably end up buying one out here at the church to begin freeze-drying beef for people. Uh, for long-term storage, you can, I didn't know this. I'm learning all this. I, I, I'm new to this, but it's shelf stable, freeze dried meat. I'm not advertising for anybody. I'm just telling you this is a new product. And he, and if you're going to ha- if you want to stash some beef, that's not going to go bad on you. Like if, if power goes out, it's free dry, freeze dried beef for long-term storage. He's vowed to never allow gene therapied cow cattle to enter the food supply through their products they advertise on gateway pundit that's where i ran into them but i i love this article and we have all kinds of people that are meeting together in the yuba setter area discussing trying to keep a pure food supply it's not easy it's not easy because there's they're spraying crap all from these planes chemtrails they're they're spraying stuff all over the county uh, they're trying to inject all kinds of stuff. Tell you can't do that. You can't have whole milk. Screw all these people. Grow your home. Raise your whole milk. Goat milk. Cow's milk. Some of you people get your kids off. If you're not going to breastfeed your child, get them off formula and get them on goat's milk or something like that. Some righteous food. This article says, unfortunately, cattle and rancher. Listen to this. Please, when you go to Sam's Club or you go all these clubs and you see all that beef and a good price, listen, no good price is worth dying for. Pay some extra money and feed your kids righteously. Cattle and rancher associations across the United States have ignored concerns from both consumers and producers. Listen, this isn't a uh, conspiracy theory, folks. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. Eat intentionally. You put a lot of sugar in your body, you're going to have cancer. People, cattle and rancher associate, that's just a dangerous thing, people, have ignored concerns from both consumers and producers. Currently, most state rancher associations are either silent on the issue or in favor of advancing Big Pharma's agenda. You think that's surprising? We have supervisors in both our counties that are silent and ambivalent on our crazy. We have a we have a Joseph Mingala Nazi doctor. I put question marks around doctor, quotation marks around doctor. She is no real doctor. She is a killer. Her actions are killing and making people sick in Yuba County and Sutter County, and they don't give a crap over here at Yuba Sutter County Supervisors. In fact, they just didn't give her a job. They're paying her like three hundred thirty or three hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's it's absurd, and we and we we condemn the Nazis. We have no right to condemn the Nazis. We are doing everything. As bad or worse than the Nazis, we're much more we're much more effective at killing people than Adolf Hitler. He he, 
he killed they say you know the old term he killed six million jews they don't even count all the other people we're much more there's some people saying there's a billion people that have been killed by this uh covid jab in the world there's nobody can compare to hitler or any of the uh nut, the nutcases pol pot Idi Amin, joseph stalin mao Zedong. there's nobody that compares to these people what Fauci did and uh, Klaus Schwab and these people. Dr. Joseph Mer- Mercola, who, who they deplatformed Joseph Mercola. He was so toxic to the deep state. They deplatformed. They took him off everything because he was speaking the truth. Mercola says he, he has been a heavy proponent of natural foods. His entire career has been raising the alarm bell about the risks of burgeoning threat to the food supply in America. He recently noted moving forward, it's going to be extremely important to stay on top of what's happening to our food supply. Many of us were surprised to realize MRNA shots have been used in swine for several years already. Soon cattle may get these customized MRNA shots, which could affect both beef and dairy products for now i strongly recommend avoiding all pork products in addition to the uncertainty surrounding these untested mrna vaccine pork is also very high in linoleic acid a harmful omega-6 fat i can't go through all this it's a great write-up here Uh, i gotta take a break it's the end of our fourth we got two more segments i'll be right back hang tight people in America going out protesting in favor of Hamas. And that's like very chilling. Some of these people are not U.S. citizens. They're student visas. So as president, if you're on a student visa and you're a foreigner and you're out there celebrating terrorism, I'm canceling your visa and I'm sending you home. As a Sufi Muslim, I'm very ruffled by the title of your book. Did you have to settle for the uh, literal negation of Allahu Akbar? Yes. I thought so. Thank you for that question. Thank you. At the moment, it's very clear to me the most toxic form that religion takes is the Islamic form. The horrible idea of wanting to end up with Sharia, the state of religious law, and that the best means of getting there is jihad, holy war, and that Muslims have a special right to feel aggrieved enough to demand this, I think is absolute obscene wickedness, and I think their religion is nonsense. God speaks to some illiterate merchant warlord in Arabia, and it contains the answers to all humans. Don't, don't, don't waste my time. It's bullshit. But, but you're saying the same about it? Also, that God, that God speaks, the Archangel Gabriel speaks only Arabic. All religions claim to be revealed truth. But Islam rather dangerously says, ours is the last and final one. There can't be any more after this. This is God's last word. Now, that's straight away a temptation to violence and intolerance. And if you note, it's a temptation they seem quite willing to fall for. Every Allahu Akbar reminds people that we're in a very serious struggle. We're very depraved. Why did you argue that religious services, religious people pose a greater risk of infection than people gathered to 
to argue for defunding the police. The policies restricted all types of activity in the district. All types of activity in the district? Yes, Senator. Did it restrict mass protests in the district? I don't believe it said anything one way or another. Of course it didn't, because it didn't accept mass protests. If you want to come and protest and defund the police, if you want to support that, that's fine. You can gather in mass, person to person, close up, thousands of people. That's okay. You know the facts. You were a good lawyer. Why'd you lose? Senator. Oh, come on, Judge. Don't make me do this. Mayor Bowser was going to mass protests herself personally with thousands of people. At the same time she was doing that, she was prohibiting churches from gathering socially distanced outside wearing masks. I've been asked to weigh in with what's going on in Israel and Palestine, and I'll give you the unvarnished truth. I don't care about Israel. I don't care about Palestine. I don't care about Ukraine. And I don't care about getting involved in any more foreign wars. If the federal government thinks that I'm going to lift a finger or I'm going to give my son or my daughter to go fight and die for an enemy that hates us, for a federal government that hates us, then they're in for a rude awakening. There's four things I care about. My God, my family, my community, and seeing justice done on all of the politicians and greedy businessmen that have sold our country out and made us vulnerable to attack of foreign nations. Let your memory be long, beloved. Don't forget. hours ago, I just got a uh, text from a, a man who used to live in our area here. Now he lives in Washington. He has a son that unfortunately has been on fentanyl, been on heroin and fentanyl. We've been trying to get him into treatment. And he said, Lou, he's, he just texted me. He was at Yuba County Jail. He got out before we could get a handle on him, get him into a rehab. And he said he's over at Sutter County Jail. And he said, please reach out to him. He wants to meet you. And uh, Dr. Cassidy, Joe Cassidy and I, who's a specialist in uh, medical help for addicts, Joe and I, I just kind of do logistics. We've been getting people off the street just like this young man. And we get calls throughout the week, every single week from people. I need help. My my daughter's on the street. My my mom's on the street. My dad's on the street. Uh, this is happening. My so-and-so's using heroin, whatever, fentanyl, whatever. And... Uh, we can help you, and uh, we let me give you three quick numbers. I'm going to give you three quick numbers to reach out for help. My number will be the last one and the easiest one to get a hold of, but Peachtree Health is where Dr. Cassidy works. He does not own the place. He do, he's one of many doctors there, but he specializes in working with addiction, all kinds of addiction. So uh, you can reach Peachtree Health at 530-749-3242. Once again, 749-3242. Sometimes their phone-in system is a pain in the rear. If you get them on the phone, just say, I need an appointment with Dr. Cassidy. When they ask you why, just no problem. Just say addiction. That should get you there. If you can't get through there or they jack you around for you get some gal with a bad attitude, 
then Dr. Cassidy's cell number is 530-682-8648. That's 682-8648. And uh, please don't call him. He's busy treating patients. Just text him once during the day and put in your name and addiction and the number, and he will call you back. Give him some time. If, if you're really in a bad way, you're sick and you're desperate, uh, I'm always available. You can call me up or text me any day of the week, any night, any, any time of the, the day or night. And I'm going to give you my number again, 530-713-1838. 713-1838. So we'll get you some medical help or we'll get you into a residential rehab or outpatient rehab. We'll get you whatever you need. All addiction is not the same. It needs to be dealt with, but different people can handle different things. Okay. So uh, that's Dr. Joe Cassidy. And again, my number is 530-713-1838. If, if you're having trouble making connections, I will make them for you. And uh, but you gotta you got to show up in the showdown. Okay. Well, when we get you an appointment, you got to show up in the showdown. I can't, I can't make, I can't go to the appointment for you. Okay. All right. And also, I want to mention plumbing doctor, my friend Ted Holmes, who just they got just had a team down in uh, the, the Baja Peninsula working on an orphanage down there. And he's, he just got back. But he uh, whether he's here or not, the plumbing doctor goes forward. Plumbing doctor. And they got a billboard campaign going on right now in the Yuba Center area. But you can reach them at five, three, zero, six, seven, one, nine, one, 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 six, seven, one, nine, one, one, one. And they will fix your plumbing uh, problems, whether it's uh, your line screwed up going out into the sewer or your line, your water lines goofed up or you need to even if you need to do some remodeling in your house to, to get at the plumbing or repair the plumbing, they can do all that. He's a contractor, general contractor, as well as a plumber. So 530-671-9111 will get you squared away in Yuba Sutter counties okay uh i think that's it for the for the time being i'm going to go down here and and finish up uh okay 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 the beef oh i want to talk about joseph mercole i'm going to read you this because you need to know this again we're trying to develop a food sovereignty what's food sovereignty means that means you have local sources of food that are quality righteous foods and or online foods or foods other than the regular grocery stores that that either are not going to be able to provide the uh, the products as we as our supply chain breaks down. You think, oh, the supply chain's not going to break down. Lou, the grocery stores are all packed. I want you to drive out to Oliver's to Rite Aid, you local people. You, people think nothing's ever going to change. So 31 stores, Rite Aid, are, are, they're, going, they're gone bankrupt. So they're trying to reorganize. They closed 31 stores. The stores in Yuba Sutter, I understand, are all still open. The one in Oliverst, I found out this, the shelves are empty. The pharmacy's still cranking drugs out, but the shelves are empty. So I want you to drive by and get a dose of reality when you walk in there and the, and the shelves are empty. Hello? Overnight. 31 stores closed. Do you know that 17 Walgreens closed and moved out of San Francisco? I'm telling you people, uh, think you need to think at alternative plans. So uh, Mercola is saying, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't eat any pork products. 
unless unless your pork products are something you grew yourself or raised yourself or you know where they came from. Uh, he says, hopefully cattle ranchers will realize the danger of MRNA platform. And they'll reject it. Otherwise, he said, finding beef and dairy that hasn't been gene therapied could become quite a challenge. I want you to think about that. You might want to nose around now in the Yuba Sutter area and find yourself a good source of milk. How are you going to know? You think they're going to put it on the milk carton that has been gene therapied, MRNA, the thing that's killing people today? Do you realize that that people have, that ladies have taken the jab that they're tracing the mRNA gobbledygook right through their breast milk into their babies? I'm just telling I'm just I'm trying to warn you. You don't have to do this. You can do an alternative. If you want to go easy, go easy. You know, people got on the trains to the death camp. They could have tried to bolt or get away. They better have died. They died anyway. But just going easy is not the way. It's just like the guy that Jerome on TikTok. He said, I ain't going. I ain't going. Joseph Mercola says, if we want to be free, if we want food safety and food security, we must focus our efforts on building a decentralized system. What's that mean? That means your food isn't sent out from the Midwest. Or somewhere you find local growers as much as possible to meet your needs where you know where the product came from, whether it's vegetables or fruits or nuts or animals or whatever, chickens, whatever, turkeys. He said, we must focus on efforts on building a decentralized system that connects communities with farmers who grow real food in sustainable ways and distribute that food locally. We have farmers markets. You can go talk to the farmers. You can say, do, how do you fertilize? What do you do? You can grow some, if you have a small plot of land around your house, you could start growing some of your vegetables yourself. The, the owner of the, uh, the cattle operation says, he says uh, he concurs, which is why the company currently only works with local Texas ranchers. The plan is to expand to Utah or Idaho where cattle uh, cattle are more likely to be protected for longer uh, than, than even in Texas. They're more independent. When the industry starts adopting mRNA jabs for cattle, it's going to happen quickly and the people won't be warned. I'm telling you. You need to ask questions now and and get your get your new resources now. I know that meat looks good when you go into your favorite grocery store and you think, oh, it's got to be fine. It is not fine. It is not fine. It it is not fine unless it really is fine. And how are you going to know that? Do you think the butcher's going to know? No. He he's not in charge. He's just a part of the of the the supplies. Uh, the supply scheme, getting it to you. He said, we're keeping our finger on the pulse and remaining nimble so we can jump to a safe haven state when necessary. This is the guy that's running this cattle operation where they're making freeze-dried uh, freeze beef. He said, Texas is safe today, but there are no, 
There are risks everywhere, he said. Whole cows, uh, again, his operations, whole cows. I'm going to move on. I'm not promoting them. I'm just saying we need to know as many of these places as possible. But I know we don't have enough cattle growers in our area in Yuba Sutter Counties to, to feed all the people in Yuba Sutter Counties. Most people in Yuba Sutter Counties can't afford to buy a half of beef at, at one time. They probably eat that much beef in a matter of months. But that they, a lot of people are, are hand to mouth. Financially, they don't have a lot of money laying around. So, but, but you can go in with a bunch of families and you could get a beef together and then have, a, have them cut up at a local market or a local butcher and, uh, and divide it up. And then you know what you're getting. You know exactly what you're getting. And you're getting a really great product from people like the McEwans. Now, again, you can go, there's other people we have listed uh, along with the McEwans, uh, up there in, uh, just up b- below Brown's Valley. I was going to say Loma Rica, but they're right off highway 20, but they have their cattle up in the foothills and, and, uh, but you can get their number and their address. It's, it's, uh, at located at freedomcode.net. It's a website and just look under issues or look under food sovereignty and you'll get over there and find out uh, the information you need. And we'll be uh, updating that regularly because this is this is a uh, emergency. You think, oh, well, maybe in 10 years. No, no, no. We've got problems, folks. We need to pay attention. So, uh, you know, communism is not something where that you vote on it. And then, uh, then it uh, you vote against it or vote for it, and then it happens the way you think. Communism in some areas has has taken over because of an attack and an overwhelming of the country, like in Vietnam or China. It was a it was the communists overthrew the the government. Russia that overthrew the government killed millions of people to take control. Same way in Cambodia, although they were eventually overthrown, now they're more of a dictatorship. Laos, same way. They confiscated everything. The way communism takes hold now in Europe and in free countries is they infiltrate and they overthrow the school system. They overthrow what's being it's it's uh, the institutions are taken over from within. And all of a sudden you realize, hey, 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 what happened to our right to free speech? Because a judge is is saying you don't have a right to free speech. Who is that judge? He's a communist. He's not a, he, he lives in America, but his belief system, his value system, his morals are based in communism. So in New York City right now, if you, if you put together a jury in New York City, 11 out of 12 of the jurors will be Democrats, far left, Hillary Clinton supporters. You can't get a conviction on anybody that went against Donald Trump. John Durham, the appointed attorney to on the Russian collusion issue, could even though the people were guilty, he could not get a conviction in New York City. So we had a guy named Judge Ngoron, E-N-G-O-R-O-N, Judge Ngoron. He fined Donald Trump $10,000 because he says you can't talk about anybody in the courtroom. In other words, he wasn't being he wasn't being uh, 
improper in the courtroom. He was speaking about them outside when he would be interviewed. He said, oh, you can't talk about anything in here. Where, where, where does it say that? He just made up a rule and fined him $10,000 for violating what they call a gag order. Constitution does say you, you can't talk about people in the courtroom. You can't say that the judge is crooked. I say the judges are crooked over here. And the uh, three people that voted to overturn Judge Stephen Barrier, local judge here that found that Measure K was invalidated. The supervisors were crooked, are crooked. And they went down and found three judges down there. Uh, one was kicked off the bench right after he voted to overthrow Stephen Barrier's decision. They're crooked judges. They're crooked judges all over the place. When, when they want to file charges, they go look for an Obama judge or a George Soros judge. He says, if you do it again, if you violate the gag order again, I'm going to do something worse to you. Is this amazing about a judge? He finds him $10,000. What's he going to do? Put him in jail? Probably. Article says uh, he's a he's a radical. Marks actually uh, Trump describes the Attorney General Letitia James as a radical Marxist. Do you think those are just like cursed terms like Jesus Christ that people use, things like that, or, or GD or whatever? No, they're not. That describes a political persuasion of Letitia James. That's what she believes in. What's odd about it and what sounds gnarly is we assume that attorney generals and district attorneys believe in the Constitution and, and American justice. These people do not. These people do not. Uh, he criticized Michael Cohen as a discredited witness. He's he's a former lo a lawyer that was uh, a former, formerly served Donald Trump, and it's crooked. You think, oh, doesn't Trump know everything about anybody? No, that's only God. You got Trump confused with God. God knows everything about everybody. It's called, he's omniscient, omnipotent, right? Trump does not have those powers. He says that Michael Cohen is a liar. He's a discredited witness, and he called Arthur N. Gorin a partisan judge. Why would he call him a partisan judge? Because he, he's already called Trump. He, he, he spoke, he didn't just think Trump's a bad guy. He said, oh, this guy's in my courtroom. He's a bad guy. That's called partisan. You, you remember, you ever been on a, on a jury? And the jury says, oh, you believe this way? They question you to vet the jury. You said, oh, you believe this way? What do you believe about this? What do you believe about that? And they say, well, Mr. Benninger, in spite of all that, do you think you can be an impartial juror? And overlook your biases and your views. What are they doing? They're vetting out people that are biased. And they'll, they'll be impartial. In other words, they're going to judge the case upon the facts before them and not what the person looks like or smells like or the flavor they are, the color they are. They can be impartial. The judge has already declared that Trump is a bad guy, and the judge, it isn't going before a jury. The judge is going to call this. 
How do you think he's going to call it? I'll guarantee he's going to find Trump guilty and we're going to have to appeal it. Trump says about the witness, Michael Cohen, he's a felon. He's a convicted felon for lying. He went to jail for lying, and this is their only witness against me. He said, when you think about it, it's pretty amazing. I think it's pretty amazing myself. Do you realize that they have been, what, they just, as soon as one thing is done, they accuse him of something else. Do you realize that? It's been six years, people. He didn't have any of these problems until he came down the escalator and declared his candidacy. You know why? It's the same reason they did not want Jim Jordan, the House Republicans, because they are they are the establishment and they love they I'm telling you, they have a thirst for the money and power. That's what it's about. It's not America could come and go. They just want control of whatever's going on. In, in Vietnam, I'm, I spent a lot of time in Vietnam. In communist China, I used to spend a lot of time there. The ruling elite, they don't care what flavor the government is. They just want control and power, and they'll sacrifice, and they'll, they'll uh, compromise. They don't care. They just want what they want. They want their stuff. They want the money. They want the car. They want the ladies. They want to be able to jerk people around. That's exactly what they want here in Yuba County and Sutter County. Same, same. There's a whole group of people here. They don't care about the county. They care about themselves, how much money they got, whether they're going to get that money out of Yuba water and throw out guys like Seth Fuhrer. That's the only guy that ever asks any questions over there. They also want to get rid of guys like Charlie Matthews. These are all establishment swamp people that want that. They're dishonest, they're self-serving, they're egotistical, and they're manipulators and liars. That's what they are. We're gonna we're coming up to a break here, and we got I think we got one more segment and the party's over. that Hillary Clinton said recently, she talked about the MAGA supporters as cult members. And she said, that, well, maybe they need, quote, formal deprogramming. And my mind flashed back to the incident at Waco. Now, this was back in the 1990s. Uh, you might remember Ruby Ridge, Waco. And when there was this kind of horrific incident at Waco, I mean, buildings incinerated, mothers and children, you know, roasted to death. The idea was, and many Americans were if not supportive, somewhat indifferent because they thought, oh, you know, those people are kooks. The point is that this kind of dehumanizing rhetoric is not merely uh, overreaction or she's engaging in her typical Clintonian hyperbole. No, what she's doing is she is dehumanizing her opponents so as to make them ready targets for criminal incarceration. Uh, of course, in the case of the Nazis, extermination. There was the same kind of dehumanization used against the Jews. So this is actually very scary stuff. Naomi Wolf and her team at the Daily Clout submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to the Centers for Disease Control, requesting all emails sent and received by Dr. Rochelle P. Walensky, Sherry A. Berger, and Kevin Griffiths 
between the dates of February 1st and May 31st of 2021 containing the word myocarditis. They received hundreds of pages showing that the White House and the entire COVID response team knew that the COVID vaccines were killing people and causing blood clots, heart attacks, and myocarditis. They also received 46 additional pages that were not requested. Of these 46 pages, over 80% of them were fully redacted and involved the White House and the Executive Office of the President. These redacted emails were labeled Draft White House Script and some tough Q&A. They knew in the spring of 2021 that these shots were killing people. I've said over and over, and I don't mean to belabor this, but to remind everyone, when Steve says, how could this happen? I always say, from my experience working around a White House, that it can't happen unless the boss says it has to or that it can. You can't kill Americans, I've said this so many times on this show, um, knowingly without the okay of the president. So I knew that up the chain of command, the White House had to be involved in these decisions, but we just didn't have the, the smoking gun. Now we have the smoking gun. You remember we have 200 volunteer lawyers. So one of these lawyers' name is Ed Berkovich, and he FOIA'd, meaning sent a Freedom of Information Act demand to the CDC about myocarditis. And something very interesting happened. He got um, 472 pages uh, from the CDC in response to that FOIA. He was also given an additional 46 pages, which he didn't ask for. And these additional 46 pages, over 80% of the pages were fully redacted. The redactions were, quote, pursuant to 5 USC 552 exemptions 5 and 6. What is redacted was solicited or shared with the president or his most senior advisors. They know it's happening. The other thing they're freaking out about is myocarditis. They know it's happening. The evidence came in, the updates came in, and the the American people are going to be asking questions or starting to ask questions. So they convene a crisis, a set of crisis meetings, basically, in which um, they're basically trying to formulate a press response. These are all press people. They crafted a, a media response. And by the way, there are people who deal with broadcast news as well in that list. And the media response doesn't tell the truth after May of 2021. They rolled out myocarditis. And remember what they said always, extremely rare, mild resolves, extremely rare, mild resolves. They knew that they were lying and they said nothing about the clotting issue from what I recall. So basically they created from this set of crisis communications directed by the White House with the White House's most senior advisors, the COVID-19 response project, which was overseen by the White House at the behest of the White House to create a media response that you experienced all of 2021, all of 2022, to get you to keep injecting this into your body and injecting it into the bodies of your loved ones. And they knew that they were lying and they knew that they were hurting people with blood clots, platelet problems, and heart damage. And that's what they did and that's what happened. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
All right, this is Lou Benninger again, and we are uh, we are coming into the home stretch here. This is our last segment of 20 minutes, and I'm just going to pick uh, out of a variety here that we uh, we're going to cover, and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about education. Okay, so. In, a, in any kind of audience, whether there's five or 5,000, 50,000, 5 million, there's a variety of people listening. So there's people listening that have children in the schools, and there's people listening that have grandchildren in the schools. There's people that listening have no people in the schools. And so recently we had a superintendent here from – she's from L.A. area. They, they recruited her to come up here, and they hired her, which is a huge mistake. Her name's Fala Srani, and she's a hothead, and uh, – she is creating a stir up here, and she made a comment the other day that uh, – hold on here just a second. Sorry, I need to just answer this text. So she said the other day that her, the children in the Marysville Joint Unified School District, probably 10,000 or so, K through 12, plus a lot of disabled kids and juvenile hall kids, she said they're brilliant. And I said on the radio that, that uh, I, in my generation, which was uh, when the California schools were number one in the nation by far, and they were wonderful schools, we didn't know how good we had it, but... We, I knew the teachers were sharp. I could tell, even though I didn't know a lot, but they were amazing professionals. And uh, she said that her her students now were brilliant. And I thought, well, you know, we didn't even offer that adjective to describe students, even if they were valedictorian. We wouldn't say brilliant. I mean, that was an Albert Einstein description. So then she said, that she wants to have put more bonds on the uh, on the ballot, and I just looked at my I just got my taxes for for property taxes uh, in the mail last week, and I think I'm paying on two different bonds for the college district, Yuba College, and I'm paying on two bonds, high school bonds for her, Marysville Joint Unified, that I'm going to be paying on. For years and years and years. In fact, the bonds for Yuba College probably won't be paid off until I'm dead and gone. But I will never finish paying on bonds because of the hundreds of millions of dollars they borrowed. So, and then I'm paying on two bonds for the levy district, which in our area we have levies protecting us from floods. And I have two bonds for there. I'm paying property taxes is one thing. And then on top of that are all these other extra things called bonds. Other areas in our community have other bonds that are very expensive. Mellow Roos bonds, their development bond, infrastructure bonds and stuff. So anyway, what I want to talk about is children. And uh, Falasrani said that our children are brilliant, which she she is not. But, you know, she's not by her saying that the kids are. The second thing she said is that we all are responsible, and all means all. That's, that's all all means. All means all. So that means if you're 105 or you're 
25, the kids are your responsibility, even though you don't have any. That is poppycock. That's baloney. That's BS. I don't get up in the morning worried about my responsibilities towards the kids in the public school system. My kids are old. They have their own kids. They're responsible for their kids. I am not responsible for those kids. Trying to put that on people like like some rallying rhetoric that we should all vote for more bonds because the kids are all our responsibility is crazy, and I'm not going to expect it. In California, I don't know how it, it works in your state, but in California, we're assessed. Part of our property taxes goes to schools. We don't have any control over that. We have to pay property taxes in California. We're taxed on everything here. But property taxes, some of them go to schools. And then if they don't get enough to their liking, they, they can, by law, they can put a bond on the ballot, which they're doing. All of them are doing it. And my, I have not voted for a bond. I can't even remember if I ever voted for a bond of any type. Water bonds, nothing. There's no state that brings as much money in as California on taxes, just general taxes. It's the, it's the spending is the problem, not the collecting of money from people. So let, let, me, let me talk to you about genius, since she uses the term phallusrani brilliance. Connor Boyack, who writes for the Tuttle Twins, which are, is a great book. So if you're homeschooling or if you're not homeschooling, you want to buy great books that are moral, educational, and teach about capitalism and all those kind of things. Look up Tuttle Twins and order books from them. I, I've ordered them myself and given them away free. Connor Boyack is an author. He says, have you heard about the study on creative genius that NASA conducted several years ago? That space people, NASA? The focus of the research was to evaluate divergent thinking, the ability to generate multiple solutions to one problem, the capacity to think outside the box. Isn't that isn't that what we want our kids to do? And the knack for connecting seemingly unrelated dots. That's that's creative genius, right? It was administered to 1600 four and five year old kids. Of the 1,600, 98% scored at the creative genius level. Isn't that amazing? Four to five-year-old kids. This is, talk, this is a, a unique type of ability to think. Four to five. Five years later, the test was again given to the same group of kids. This time, only 30%, not 98, 30% scored at the same level. Five years later, the children now in their mid-teens were given the same test. Only 12% of the same group of kids, not same age group, same children, they followed them. Only 12% versus 98% when they were just little tykes. Only 12% scored at Creative Genius. Connor says, whoa, that's amazing. Think about the implications. I want you to think about the implications. What are we doing to our kids to take them from brilliant, creative geniuses at four to five years of age 
to robots at, at teenagers, where only 12% scored at the creative genius level. Some loss, he said, of creativity might be expected as a natural part of growing up. But the dramatic drop is kind of shocking, isn't it? What happened in those 10 years? The first thing that comes to mind and the answer that seems most glaring is that kids between the ages of 5 and 15 are sitting in classrooms for eight hours a day, supposedly learning variable skills that will help prepare them for the rest of their lives. Do you agree with that? Schools are set up. However, he says schools are set up like factories. I call them sausage factories. You know, whatever, you know, you ever seen how sausages are made? They put all kinds of stuff at one end of the machine. And when it comes out in those little tubes, it's all put together. They're all the same. All the stuff was unique going in. Schools, however, today are like factories. They process kids through a one-size-fits-all educational pipeline. I was on a school board for a while, and I saw that up close close and personal. He says, one-size-fits-all educational pipeline that leaves little room for divergent thought. He's saying divergent thought is creative thought. The focus is on convergent thinking, same thinking. Here's some information want you to memorize it, and then we're going to test you. And if you give it back to us like we thought, you get a good grade. There's not much room for questioning, for dreaming, for, for creating. Sure, young kids get some of that in art class or on creative writing assignments, but it certainly isn't the focus of any part of compulsory education. You know, and in, in, in you think, oh, it's good to have compulsory education. You realize if a child does not want to go to school, they, they can some, sometime arrest him and his parents and force him to sit in horrible classes. Oh, Lou, they're not all horrible. Yeah, they are for a lot of kids. They can't learn that way. Compulsory education to teach kids to think creatively and to act on their unique thoughts and perspectives. It's not, it's not like that in compulsory education. It's not, they're not teaching that. He said, let's be clear. Teachers aren't the bad guys. They're often just as stuck in this system as the kids. The system was designed to operate exactly as it is stifling creativity and critical thinking and replacing it with memorization and blind obedience to authority. What is that? That's communism. People, you, you, People have to be trained. I, I'm in I'm in the foreign country, communist countries, quite a bit. And they just obey authority because if they don't, they're going to get slapped big time. You cannot make a comment contrary to the authorities over you. Like, I know a guy that's in prison right now in Vietnam. You know what he He posted on Facebook that he thought that we had, they ought to have more democracy in Vietnam. No trial, he's doing 16 years. Connor says it's going to take a seismic shift in how we view education and how it's delivered. That's one of the many areas I spend my life on. There are so many cool new education options out there right now. It's easier than ever before for families to opt out of factory educating of your kids. You need to get your kids out. 
There's private schools. There's schools online. There's homeschooling. There's all kinds of curriculums. I'm telling you, your kids are going to be brilliant compared to the public school kids. Here are some things good teachers are changing about the way they view education. Ditching the model where facts are dictated and tests are standardized for an experienced learning environment where kids can get their hands dirty, literally and metaphorically, and apply what they're learning to real-world scenarios. Multiple, I'll tell you, Epic, the Epic School out at, uh, operating on the Church of Glad Tidings campus is doing some of these things. They started during COVID because their kids had nowhere to go. In fact, I met a guy in Juvenile Hall. Really nice guy. I don't know what what he got in trouble for, but hopefully he'll get out soon. But he's a very nice guy. And I said, you know, I always ask kids how they're doing in school, whether they know how to read or not, because sometimes they don't. And uh, he, I said, can you do, can you read? He said, yeah, I can read. He, In fact, I gave him a book to read. Can you do math? He said, yeah, I can do math. I can do some math. I said, uh, are you really behind? He said, I'm really behind. I said, what happened? He said, COVID. He said, I, I tried to do the online thing, and he just said I gave up and just dropped out. He said, I'm going to try to catch up when I get out. He's going to school in juvenile hall. You think that's his problem or our community? Is that Falasrani? Is that his problem? Or is that my problem? Who? That's not my boy. Maybe that's your problem because you screwed him over because of the COVID. You agreed in your union, your union, and you agreed to jerk kids around and ruin their lives. How many? How many of their? How, how many people? Young people are screwed up because of the COVID policies, Miss Asrani. You screwed him over. Now you're calling him brilliant. He's not brilliant. He knows he's not brilliant. He could be. He could get there, maybe. But you you screwed him over. He's only got one year of his life at 15. One more year at 16. One more year at 17. One, one year at 13. One year at 14. That's all they get. They don't get to do a redo of the 14th year. You screwed him out of that. You All you people making $200,000, Tell me about, why don't we do a dashboard on how many administrators are at Marysville Joint Unified compared to 15, 20 years ago or 40 years ago when I went to school? Are you three times, four times? People making hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 a year? Don't teach any kids? Don't do jack? Connor says, good teachers are changing these are, these are some ways. Multiple choice tests don't reflect the multiple choices in life. Kids should be encouraged to see things from different angles, to find new solutions to old problems, and to create something original from their own unique standpoint. Role learning won't cut it anymore. Oh, sorry, rote learning, R-O-T-E. Memorization, you know, learning some. Some of that you have to do, but you got to do better than that foul we need to create agile creative minds capable of innovative and problem solving in a rapidly changing world instead of cramming information kids should be mastering a diverse set of skills how about these skills you ever met any young people recently that couldn't communicate because they're on their phone all the time 
They need a diverse set of skills like communication, critical thinking, creativity, collaboration that will actually serve them in life. I'm, I promise you, I don't care where your kid is in school, kindergarten or 12th, this school system in America is not going to change to accommodate these kind of innovative teaching during your lifetime or your kids. You need to get them out. Randy Thomason on SaveCalifornia.com has been saying this for years, and he is, he is uh, let me just say this before I get to, I'm just going to say his, his basic site is SaveCalifornia.com. Let me see if he also has a site. I don't, I'm, not, I'm going to run out of time. I only got three minutes. He's got a second site. If I can find it here quickly. Come on. He's got all rescueyourchild.com. Randy's second site is rescueyourchild.com, empowering parents to rescue their children from government schools, harming their minds, bodies, hearts, and souls of K-12 children. Got it? Now I'm going to go up here, and I just got two minutes left. I'm going to see if I can just, uh, okay. Oh, shoot, now I can't find it. Okay, here we go. California Department of Education, they just put out these deals. Uh, more, more uh, no, I can't find it. Most California students, it says here, not meeting basic math. Okay, here we go. 53% of California students, this is your, if you've got kids in school, this includes your kids. 53% of students in California don't meet state literacy standards. That means they can't read right. Half. Half. 65% don't meet math standards. Come on, people. 70% do not meet science standards. Your kids are spending eight hours a day for years and years and years, and they cannot master these basic uh, arenas of education. California Department of Education officials celebrated the numbers as an improvement on the previous year. What? They went up 1.2% and 0.7% respectively. Come on, people. This is a wreck. If somebody, you go buy a car and they say, oh, it's a salvage car. It's got a salvage title. It's been underwater for a couple of years or, or took a dip in a lake or it got hit so hard they had to rebuild the whole car. It's not what it used to be. California education is corrupt, sinful, evil, dirty, screwed up. Your kids are spending all kinds of time there. It's like they go to the haircut, a barber, and they come home without a haircut or half a haircut. It's a loser. Get out of it. We're at the end of our uh, time tonight. And so uh, I wish you well. We'll be back next week, Lord willing. And otherwise, we're just going to sign off here from No Hostages Radio. This is Lou Benninger. See you later. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful
Dark sacred night, and I think to myself. 